Our guest this week is Lauren Schellick Kaffritz. She's the founder and director of Vitality Breath and author of Breath Love. She believes that the power of breath transforms lives. She has over 20 years of experience studying, teaching, and sharing her belief in the power of the breath. Lauren facilitates breathwork retreats, conferences, and workshops across the world and leads breathwork sessions for executive teams, nonprofit, nonprofits, government agencies, corporations, hospitals, and schools. She also teaches online group classes and conducts virtual one-on-one coaching. Lauren is a leader in the global breathwork community. Lauren serves as the United States National Representative for the International Breathwork Foundation and is a member of the Global Professional Breathwork Alliance. She has been trained and certified in integrative breathwork, transformational breath, Reiki, and the inner domain five element yoga and Ayurveda. So welcome. Welcome to the show. I'm just surprised I got that last word right. I was so <laughs> impressed. <laughs> it's a mouthful. Yeah, you have a great, great resume. And, you know, I, I just think it's amazing that, you know, have a whole conversation. I didn't know it was so many um, avenues out there of breath. I mean, I knew about breath work, but I didn't know there were so many um, places who teach it. I mean, it's something that's really coming to the forefront, you know, as we move forward in this spiritual awakening. That's true. There, When I started out, it wasn't as global. You know, there were a few avenues and now it's just exploding. So exciting. Yes. And how um, when I first met you, I know I'm a Unity member. And Unity of Washington, D.C. I have to plug them, you know, Unity of Washington, D.C. And um, you were a guest there and you was having a, um, a workshop after this, the, uh, the fellowship. <laughs> but after the service, um, we had, um, there was a class that was after the service and I saw it said breath work. And I said, well, let me check this out. And um, you were the facilitator for that particular workshop. And um, I remember you asking me, "Has you know you done breath work before?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, I have. I read this book called The Science of Breath by William Walker Atkinson, and um, I, you know Prana." And I was just kind of throwing things out there. And you said, "Well, you know, this probably well, I, I, you didn't really say anything about you know you're like okay, I think I heard of that." <laughs> but uh, what I got from that um, workshop was. It wasn't necessarily my experience that captured me. It was watching how others reacted. I saw it was maybe I think maybe 30 people in all that was in that workshop, uh, maybe more. And we were all in like a U-shaped sort of how chairs were. Um, So I could see everyone's faces and I could see um, um, how people were breathing. And um, I saw people who were crying at different phases. Um, there were some people who had to sit on the floor because they were having um, some kind of breakthrough. I couldn't put my put put um, words to it, but it was it was something that was happening, something transformative happening. And these wasn't just you know people crybabies. <laughs> these are people who um, were. 
I would say very strong people and did not intend to come to a workshop that focus around breath and have something transformative happen in that um, 30 minute, one hour um, workshop. I think people were already having transformational experiences 15, 20 minutes into the workshop. You came over to me and you said, and I'm like, oh, I can breathe. I'm, I'm a good breather. I've been doing this for a while. And you said to me, you're not breathing from your stomach. You're only breathing from your chest. And I went, oh, <laughs> you're right. I'm not fully breathing. So it was a lot of things that I took out of that, but more so watching how it affected um, many in the class. So, I, I mean, you said so many things that I'd love to respond to. Um, the easiest one is when you said, I'm not breathing in my belly. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, we live in the DC area and so okay. many people have these teeny tiny chest breaths way up here. And when the diaphragm, when, you know, to take a full diaphragmatic breath from the belly all the way up to the heart, right? That's an exaggerated one. Mm -hmm. um, what you're doing is telling your central nervous system that you're okay. When the diaphragm's going up and down, it tells the central nervous system everything's good and it lowers the adrenaline and the cortisol in our blood. So probably before you were breathing in your chest all the time, you probably felt a little anxious, right? A little bit of, usually people who are chest breathers have a little bit of anxiety. I was a chest breather when I started and I had terrible anxiety. Yeah, anxiety is, and I, I think I've gotten a lot better now, but I would definitely say there's been times in my life when anxiety was my middle name. <laughs> <laughs> But most people don't know by shifting the breath pattern, they can also heal and, and strengthen their blood chemistry, which is going to allow them to feel better. Like, I love working with pediatricians because they help these young moms work with their little kids to make sure that, that they're, they're belly breathing. Because mm -hmm. what happens is when a baby's born, if you look at their belly, you know, everything is moving when they're breathing. Like, yeah, pudgy arms even look like they're breathing. And then something happens and they just start breathing up here and they don't know mm. how to reverse it. Yeah. So I go to a pediatrician's office. I sometimes have a stuffed animal around. I don't have one right now. And I, have them put like a beanie baby on the little one's belly. And I say, give it a ride up and they breathe and their belly goes up and the stuffed animal goes up. And I said, okay, give it a ride down. Mm -hmm. And they exhale and they start to correct their own breath pattern. Wow. Wow. So what is breath work <laughs> for the for ones who are um, maybe this may be new to them. I mean, most people are just like, I, yeah, I'm breathing. What's the problem? <laughs> what was the issue? You know? So what is the, the difference between just doing, just breathing like we normally do, you know, throughout the day, because we don't, we're going to die from this other level of breathing. So breath awareness is powerful. And I think Steve Harvey did a wellness thing and he talked about breath work and he called it conscious connected breathing that promotes wellness. 
And I've been using that ever since because it's really mm-hmm. simple, conscious, mm-hmm. connected breathing that promotes wellness. So conscious, connected breathing. Do you remember you came to class yesterday, which was amazing? Yeah, I'm more, definitely. I want to talk all about that. Yes. <laughs> so you realize that the breath pattern that we create in a class is, and I'll use my mouth to exaggerate. Look, look. All day long, you know, there's a great book by James Nestor called Breathe, and it's all about the importance of using our nose all day long when we're breathing, right? Mm-hmm. It, it helps our organs function better. It's great for our blood chemistry. It's overall healing. And yet, when we do breath work, a lot of times starting with our mouth, let me make it simple. Emotions mm-hmm. are energy in motion. So emotions are energy in motion. When emotion gets stuck in the body, it hurts, right? Mm. So to unstick that energy, we create this powerful breath, this connected breath to move the emotion. So right now I'm going to use my mouth so you can hear me. So it's Mm. like this. And it can be, it's not that it's fast. It's a little deeper than our normal breath. The inhale is seamlessly connected to the exhale, which is seamlessly connected to the inhale. So it's this loop. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it definitely makes sense. I, because what I, you know, I've been studying breath work for for some years and not not at the low, nowhere to the level that you are. (laughs) And we will get into, I wanted to ask you later about your experience. We'll get into that in just a moment about how did you come to become a breath work facilitator. But what I want the viewers, the other listeners to understand about breath work is this level, what was introduced to me, it was about um, there's a certain, um, I won't say chemical or I would say maybe a substance that is within the air that we breathe. That's just not the oxygen and the hydrogen <laughs> that we're, we're, we're breathing. Um, there, there's, there's a, another energy within it. Um, some call it prana, vital life, for, life, vital life force that's within this air that we breathe. And without it, it's sort of, you, you can't, you wouldn't even function without it. But the little bit that we sort of breathe in, it, it keeps us alive, but it's nowhere near um, what we should be breathing in. And by Introducing more of this vital life force, this prana that's in this oxygen, it 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 actually makes us better human beings, healthier in, in, uh, human beings, balanced in, um, human beings, less anxiety. So that's the the difference about letting more of this air, more of this prana into our systems. So. You know, first, I'm always about, well, where are we breathing? Because that's going to affect us. Like we talked about, you know, when you breathe from the belly to the chest on the inhale, like try it now. Just put a hand on your belly and one on Mm -hmm. your chest. Mm -hmm. Take a deep breath in through your nose. Feel your belly move. Feel your chest move. And then let it go. And then again, breathe into your lower hand first. 
and the upper hand and then let it go at the side. And one more time, belly, chest, let it go through a side. Even two breaths of that. Yeah, I feel a difference. So it's a combination of where we're breathing, right? Belly, mm -hmm. chest, and the depth of the breath. Like in this one, we really, really worked it to get to grow it. Mm -hmm. <sighs> and how we exhale, how we let go. Mm -hmm. So in the DC region, I see a lot of this. People will have this little chest breath and this little, it's like, Exhale, that's like a holding on, um, mm -hmm. a really easy way to show it. Ready for this? Pull out your archery arms. They're going to pull a bow back. Uh -huh. So your hands are together first. Okay. And then we're going to pull. And we're going to let go with the. Right? Again. Mm -hmm. Try it again. Okay. <sighs> Do you see how it's just a yeah let go with ease yeah yeah I feel I can feel the difference just in just with that and I saw a video of you and you were doing um some of these exercises and I was doing them right along with you um on your YouTube uh page and um and we'll leave the link to that in the show description and uh, one of the things that I love that you did was this, uh, uh, it was like a, a sort of cookie monster, I think you called it. <laughs> so in, this, in a split second, I created this. It's called the cookie monster. We're going to breathe our arms up and bring it down with a... <laughs> Again. <sighs> one more. Ah, awesome. You can sit down. You know, <laughs> and I love that, you know, yeah. because it was just so much, um, it was so much fun. I, I really enjoyed that one because that one, I think, really got me, got my energy sort of going. Shaking you know? all that. Yeah, shaking, shaking all the stuff off. off of us. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Arr. Exactly. So that's the, the thing that, that the breath work to me does is, it shakes off the negativity. It um, also um, relaxes you, releases anxiety. Yeah. And you have a great, you have this uh, wonderful story. I, I've heard it in some of your interviews, and you even mentioned it yesterday in the workshop we did through the Zoom call. Um, that how what inspired you to become a breathwork facilitator and teacher. Okay, so well, first let me just say this. So every okay. Monday night through the Mindfulness Center, mindfulnesscenter.org, I teach a Monday night class so that anyone, because I meet people from all over the world, or I meet people on airplanes, and they, you know, it's just a way that people know if they're going through something, they can show up on a Monday night and breathe. Okay. I start my classes off with warm ups, and you're talking first about you go, you inhale and you exhale. Huh. And then mm -hmm. huh, and we do these throwaways where we're really releasing on the exhale. And then with you, I think you love the cookie monster. Now oh, imagine yeah. right before the pandemic in February, I got invited to go on Regis 
not reaches. Uh, sorry, that's like <laughs> so old. Um, I forget their two names all of a sudden. But anyway, I was invited to go on a morning show. Mm-hmm. And it was the same day I was teaching the wash, you know, um, John Hopkins Hospital here, the uh, Washington Hospital Center. They're doctors and nurses, a breath seminar. And I couldn't miss that. So I went there and it just so happens it was February. And then March is when everything got locked down and things happened. And I felt so blessed that I was able to share all these breathing techniques to help people with stress. Okay. So can you imagine 90 health professionals breathing their hands up? <laughs> down the, yeah. Like doing the cake monster. Yeah. And they all broke up and were laughing when they came in that day there. They look so tired and worn and whatever. And they did the cookie monster and they all, they had blood in their face and they looked mm-hmm. really good. You know, like there was a mm. flush in their skin. Yeah. So yeah. sound movement and breath, those three things, sound movement and breath together help mm-hmm. us clear the clutter that, that stops us from taking a deep full breath. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I always like to do some warm ups before people lay down and do the full, you know, forty five minutes. Yeah. and I want to do a couple of those exercises um, before we um, at some point in the interview, um, so that that way people can sort of uh, you know see uh, the work that you do, a little bit of it, and also maybe um, join in. You know, oh, so sure. I, I would love to have that. So it, so we definitely get to that. Um, you know, but I definitely want to get to just, you know, try to get to the heart of it because I think your story is so inspiring um, that it shows the power of the breath. It shows that this is not just regular breathing. It's showing that this can change, this can transform um, your life, your breath and how you're breathing. So are you asking my story of what got me to breath work? Yes. I, I, <laughs> I, I want to hear your story. Um, I um, have heard it in other interviews that you've, um, that you've given. And I just was moved by it because um, imagine the people who are going through what you've been through and how this can help them probably transform their life as well. So my older son was nine months old and I couldn't turn my neck. The pain was over the top. It was like sciatica in my neck. Mm. And, um, and in my book, breath love, I I talk more in detail about it. And um, so I tried anything because I had, gone to see a surgeon and I had a nine month old and they're like, well, you know, surgery is an option. And I was like, no, it's not, not with a nine month old. So I, I did all sorts of meditation and yoga, anything to, to try to quell it, Mm -hmm. um, the pain. So the yoga started to work. I did like a gentle yoga but in one of the yoga classes, I would have these rushes and it was like um, this bolt of energy going through me and I'd 
told the teacher about it and she's like, well, I'm, I'm not sure. And I, so I started to panic around it and I started getting panic attacks. So I, every time I got these energy rushes, it was like a panic attack. And so I, I asked my doctor what I should do and she gave me value. Mm-hmm. And so here I am with the little child and these over-the-top panic attacks and, and some neck pain. And um, so someone sent me to a really good friend of mine, a drummer said, please go see my breath worker. I had no idea what that was. And I'm like, I'm, I'm game. Okay. So he took me for this breath session and I laid down and I started connecting my breath and tears started streaming. And I started understanding that the pain in my neck was also it was physical and had an emotional component okay and i i had a huge aha moment and i sat up at the end of the session saying why is it everyone doing this and Mm. immediately dove in and so let's see my son was nine months old then and he's 26 now So this has been a long, beautiful journey for me and it's changed my life in so many ways. It has changed my family's life and my relationship to my family. And I've learned how to, you know, not stuff emotions or expression down anymore. I've learned how to express my emotions. I've learned how to express my needs and wants. I've learned how to become my own parent you know to have that enlightened parent inside that you Mm -hmm. know knows how to hold that little one in us Mm -hmm. so we don't have to binge eat or drink or you know there's and 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 all this through just breath work Mm -hmm. wow and do you think that that through breath work it somehow makes you more conscious more i know you said awareness earlier but it somehow makes you more self-aware so your breath is with you 24 7 right mm-hmm. and the minute i go into story about anything you know my husband pisses me off or my kids say something or i'm like <laughs> or, you know i can stop you know stop drop roll you know it's like stop breathe you know gain a little distance mm-hmm what's really being said here. Like it pulls me out of reactivity and allows me to be conscious and responsive to what's happening in front of me. Mm. Because otherwise we're in these habitual patterns we've been in since we're kids, you know, we've had to create these protective layers, you know, we haven't, you know, whether we didn't have a good relationship with a parent or a grandparent or somebody that raised us, we have these prote- protective ways to show up in the world. And a lot of time reactivity is how it was our first response. And so breath work allowed me to get my, you know, chemistry in order, <laughs> mm-hmm. hear what someone's saying and, and speak from my heart. Yeah. And it shifts things. And mm-hmm. when you become a breath master, for me, and I've seen it over and over again with my clients, you become a life master. Mm. Well, you're definitely a breath master. <laughs> and I was asking you earlier, are you a breath work, uh, breath work teacher or facilitator? But I, I wanted to say like, like breath work guru, you know, <laughs> but I think, 
I think breathwork master would be what I would want to to call you, you know, because it's it's um, and I'm trying to convey over this microphone how powerful this is and how transformative it is. And whoever listens to this interview, I want you to know that that how powerful the breath is. It really is. And I don't want people to just think this is regular breathing. I'm just trying to really put key, a key on that, that this is not the, in, the inhale and exhale. This is, I mean, truly transform, transformative. There's something that in, in the breath, like you said earlier, that releases us, that somehow makes us more aware um, healthier, more conscious beings, and I, and to me, I'm I'm trying to get better at making it and doing it more consistently. Because I, I I had one time I was doing the breath where I breathe in twelve seconds in, twelve seconds out. I would kind of hold it for a couple of couple of minutes, well, a couple of seconds, couple of minutes, a couple of seconds before I release, and I was doing that more frequently and what I learned was I was able to hold it a little bit longer for those periods of inhaling and exhaling but through the process I learned that I felt better I felt more energized after I did it so well let me go back so first I'm not a breath guru because (laughs) I want to empower you and anyone who's doing breath work with me to become their own masters of breath, mm-hmm. to be their own inner, you know, pull from their own inner guru. So that's one. Two, yeah, breath work heals us physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. You know, I've had some myself, I've had some really powerful sessions where you touch something that's much greater than ourselves. Mm-hmm. And for me, that allowed me to know I'm never in this alone. Right. That I have the power of essence always mm-hmm. within. So, you know, when someone does namaste, right, mm-hmm. you're bowing to the light within and bowing to the light in another. Yeah. And so, you know, there's so many ways to talk about the spiritual power of breath. Mm-hmm. You know, when you sing hallelujah, you know, when you do hallelujah in church, mm-hmm. and there's this breath and you're, it supposedly, as you sing it, it realigns all your chakras. Yeah. Sh- okay. What is the chakra? So the chakras are like these energy centers in the body and it just, you feel so good when they're in alignment, right? Mm-hmm. In the Jewish religion, Ruach Elohim, if you sing that again, it does the same thing. It aligns the chakras and that just means breath of God. Mm-hmm. So breath of God is every time you realize you're inhaling source mm-hmm. and you're exhaling and letting go and relaxing. So as you breathe in source and you exhale and allowing and reminding yourself of sources in every cell of our body, right? Mm -hmm. So you guys could take this super deep 
And I have some people who just want to feel better. So just, they're really happy with the beginning warm-up exercises because, you know, when you put your chin to your chest and you exhale Mm -hmm. and you inhale up and you keep doing a couple of those and some of these, their breath starts to open and all that tight stuff that they've been holding to lets go and then they're done. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then there are other people like you who lay down to breathe Yes, one to feel better, but and to connect to something greater. Yeah, yeah, that's what I, I, you know, that's the two things I get out of it is to to feel better. You know, it does release my anxieties. I think it makes more conscious, makes me more aware, and it does. Like yesterday, when I was in the workshop with you last yesterday, and um. At that, and at some point, as we were doing the exercise, the breathing exercises, I felt this tingling all like in my mouth, <laughs> um, my tongue and my chin. It all began to tingle. Um, and as we continued doing the exercises, um, like a full body exercise, we were doing as well through, with, with the breathing, and I could feel this release in my spine. And this calm came over me um, towards the middle of the process. So I was just blown away by that because um, I've, I've had you no know, tingling before, but the tingling is all through my, my mouth, <laughs> my tongue, and my chin. That was something new for me. So every breath session is different. We never know what what's going to unwind and how it's going to unwind but when you relax and trust the breath things happen you might mm-hmm. twitch you might hysterically laugh or cry or you just mm-hmm. don't know what you've been suppressing right and the energy goes exactly where it needs to so maybe you've been clenching your teeth or something Mm-hmm. And the energy just had to go to your jaw and mouth area to release there. You know, mm-hmm. I, I had a client that came for a session and he came because of anxiety and um, halfway through the session, he sits up and he looks at me and he goes, I've had back pain for 30 years. Mm-hmm. Where did it go? During the breast session, a 30 year old back pain just went went wow you just don't know what you're going to release you know Mm -hmm. some people hold pains in their body because it lets them hold on to a loved one they lost yeah you you don't know what pain you know why and what and when you do Mm -hmm. breath work you're just letting go and trusting Mm -hmm. and the breath just can do send the energy where it's needed and these miracles happen it's pretty amazing yeah, that is amazing. It really is. And uh, when you, I was at the, the uh, there was a, when you know, years ago, I was, and I'm mentioning it again, but at Unity, um, doing that workshop, you mentioned there was a client of yours who was a, a sports, uh, sportsman. I think it was football he was playing, I believe. The young uh, soccer star. Soccer star, okay. And um, he was running into some difficulties, um, I think, with anxiety, if not mistaken, or well, anger. Well, for him, it was, well, there was a little of that, but there was a big dose of um, self-anger. 
Mm-hmm. You know, if he'd lose the ball, he would get so angry and upset at himself that he didn't couldn't get the ball back. So he came to me to heal that that thing that he did, that that self judgment, that self anger. And so I asked him, what does it feel like in your body when you're that tight? And he said, it's hot and it's wiry. So I said, okay, so the next time you lose the ball, I want you, and we're going to do this now. So I just had them, I had him close his eyes, have the situation come up in his head, you know, of running down the field. He's about to kick the ball and it's stolen from him. And I said, how do you feel? And he's like, hot and wiry. And I'm like, okay, breathe with the hot and wiry. Don't just embrace it. Just stay with it. So I'm like, do you feel it? And he's like, yes. And so he's breathing. And he's breathing with it. And he's breathing with it. And he said, it wet. Hmm. And I said, is it easier to breathe with the sensation of hot and wiry? Or is it easier to breathe with and I used, I think he used to say something like, I, I suck. I can't believe I lost that. You know, he would really be hard on himself. Mm-hmm. I said, which one is it easier to breathe with? And he said, hot and wiry. So I said, okay, because he was going to Brazil for a game down in Brazil. And I said, the minute you lose it, just feel for the hot and wiry and breathe. And so he did. He went down to Brazil. He lost the ball. He felt that sensation. He breathed with it. He quickly was able to turn and get out of it, and he got the ball back. And mm. then I didn't see him again. <laughs> I think there are some people who could definitely benefit from that, especially some some athletes right now in the news who could definitely benefit from 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 that. I need to give them your name. Like you need to talk to Lauren. <laughs> I, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> you know, cuz I mean that's that's you know can be very powerful for people especially when you're in high uh sometimes we I mean any I mean any job can be very stressful. But sometimes there are jobs and that are very high profile and it affects so many people that you feel like you can't fail. And having, and I think this is a, 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 a one of the secrets, you know, that people don't know about um, that could really that could really benefit from it. So I'm I'm you know I'm so happy to introduce that to to new people about about breath work. I mean, look, you're one of the amazing ones who, when they like something, look what you do for a living. You get out and you share it with everyone. Mm -hmm. And so when I get to teach doctors or when I get to teach teachers, like I worked in a school and I got to work with the teachers and then they brought it to their students. So the very first class in the morning, they would have the kids take 10 conscious breaths before they started writing or learning or anything, because Mm -hmm. they might've heard their parents fight that morning or they skipped breakfast or they weren't feeling their best, right? And so you take 10 conscious breaths. By the 10th breath, you're here, you're aligned, you've let go a little bit, you know, you can. And also, um, when you're just breathing without thinking about breathing, your, your amygdala is lit up, the primitive part of the brain, mm. you know, where you want to stay small and sane, you know, it's the mm. area that keeps you safe. But when you mm. when you're in school or if you're in a creative thing or in a sports thing, you want to use the prefrontal cortex, the higher reasoning part of the brain. And so they've wired people up and they've seen that 
as they take these conscious breaths, the prefrontal cortex lights up. Lights up. So I love teaching teachers so they can share it with their students. And then one school had me then work with their teachers, then their sixth graders, and then their parents. And it was so exciting. Yeah, it does sound exciting. Because to me, I think if my parents knew this, <laughs> how different my life would be, <laughs> you know, in terms of just, um, you know, you know, I think I always sort of, I want to say envy would be the right word, but when your parents know these things and they're able to teach you these things, how, how, what a blessing that is, but to have your, your mom and dad or your parents there with you learning these, that, I mean, that would be such an awesome thing, you know? So I'm just, I'm just, I think that's amazing that you get to usher that in to uh, to the parents and the child is to to have that experience that's just to me is just just amazing to me well the thing is you know it goes both ways so i have mm -hmm. a client who brought me into their family i worked with four of them at one time and the parents really just wanted the kids to get it for them mm -hmm. and yet the parent came back to me with a story that he came back one day and he just was gruffy and whatever. And his child grabbed his hand and made him come to the sofa with her. And she got him to breathe. Mm. And the same child, a second story I heard is she had a stomach ache and they wanted to give her like an antacid or something. And she said, no, I'm pulling breath out. And she sat on the sofa and she breathed in her belly and her stomach ache went away. Wow. So these little ones are brilliant. And when they, they find something that works for them, they just get it and they start to do it. And it's amazing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I would yeah. love to watch a, a, a preschoolers do the cookie monks exercise. I know that would be just be that the, <laughs> they would just love that. I don't know if you have done that. I'm quite sure you have with, with, with very young. And they're probably the best at it to do the cookie monks exercise. <laughs> they're amazing because they can just get it out of yeah. their bodies really fast. You know, like yeah. we have to like a little more built up on us. Uh huh. Uh huh. Or oh, we feel silly doing it or whatever, you know. But to watch a child do it, I, I know it's just hilarious. I mean, I watch little kids sometimes, and and I'm like, I try to bring that back that that childlike um, sort of you know being, and I try to bring that back. You know, it takes a little bit more. You know. You got to get there. <laughs> but then that's when we're happiest. Like when we're playful or we're dancing or we're laughing with a friend or we're painting mm -hmm. wildly or, mm -hmm. you know, whatever that being in touch with the healed child in us is when mm -hmm. we can fully breathe. It's when we can mm -hmm. like get outside of our comfort zone and do things that are exciting and bring us joy. Right. 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 So that's so cool that you know enough to like, spend time getting to that space that's huge yes yes well i did want to you know to you know bring back that that energy where you know i try to remind myself that hey you just gotta you gotta do it and you gotta have fun doing it you gotta let your guard down be willing to do something different because the effects um of it to me from my experiences doing breath work have been, I noticed it. I feel the tingling. I feel the release of anxiety. I feel myself 
in a different being different feeling different yeah um just by doing breath work so um and if i was probably more consistent with it i probably would be you know way even better way way better so i'm trying to get more maybe with your help i can get more consistent with it because i felt like yesterday i felt like after we did our exercises yesterday i feel like oh my god <laughs> i gotta do this all the time i gotta do it every monday you know it's almost addicting but it's great to have someone there to walk you through it that's the part that i that i need i i i feel much better when i'm with someone doing it than just you know i gotta do this myself monday you know i i enjoyed how you um you talked us through the process you know and, and also played music so it i felt like i wasn't i wasn't alone i wasn't by myself i was being guided through the process so for me, I get up in the morning and I have Spotify and I will, and I have some lists. If you go to Lauren Shellick Kafritz on Spotify, you'll see a bunch of my music there. Uh, and um, mm. sometimes I read to my music. Sometimes I read to other people's music. And I just sometimes like African drum beats are amazing. I put some on Monday nights. I don't know if you noticed and they are, they're really good to breathe too. And so I'll just give myself 20 minutes of breathing in the morning and I feel so energized by the time I'm done. I don't need coffee. I hop in the shower. I go on. My I'm trying seat. to get there with the coffee, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it takes some time, but it comes like it's, you know, when you get your breath open, when you release all, it takes a lot of energy to hold all that stuffed emotion down. Mm-hmm. People are like, I don't want to feel it. I don't want to feel it. And so they right. eat it or drink it or whatever in it because they don't want to feel it. Mm -hmm. But once you do breath work and you learn to feel it fully and you know it's not going to knock you out, then you can bring it up. It just naturally comes up in a breath session. You breathe it, you feel it, it gets integrated and it moves. And that's when the tingling comes. That's when mm -hmm. the vibration comes. That's when you feel energized and clear and just great. And so with breath work, we lose our fear of feeling, right? Mm. And if you do that, you're not losing the fear of feeling. Yeah. And 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 you have this extra energy to whatever it is that you want to go do. If it's, I mean, for me, it was painting. I was always like, oh, I'm not good enough, la la la, whatever the story was. And doing some breathing and just coming in front of that blank canvas. I put some music on, I take some breaths and I just go, you know, and some people are like, Oh, I just wish I could get out and walk every day. Well, they put on some earbuds and they mm -hmm. start to breathe and then they get out the front door and they listen to some good music and take some conscious breaths as they're walking around before they know it, they've done a mile or three blocks or anything more than what they've been doing. Mm -hmm. it, it takes this fear away and it allows us to have courage and love. Yeah. 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 That to me, that's so important to say that and people, you know, probably can't make the connection about, you know, you know, you know, how can breathing help me have less fear, love more. But I'm saying like, yes, your breath is connected to your ability to love to have to be more courageous it's like we get to just breathe with what is yeah 
So can we do some exercises now? Yeah, 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 sure. So um, like for me, I love, maybe it's easier to stay seated because I don't know if I can stand up with everybody or sit down, but uh, what do you think? So I do have a green screen behind me, so I'm not sure if it will mess anything up or not, but let's see. Um, all right. Well, let me, let's just start with easy ones. So you could do cact, uh, cactus arms where like, or goalpost arms. Let's go okay. into football here. Okay. And so what we're going to do is we're going to inhale and twist one direction. Okay. And then exhale the other. <sighs> and inhale. And exhale. Two more. And one more. And come neutral and close your eyes and breathe with your nose and just feel. You just might feel a little bit of energy in your face or a little tingle in your hands. Yeah, I feel it in my, my throat. And 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 I don't know if we explained, but what we were just doing for the ones who are on the podcast, you can go to YouTube and I have a link in there if you want to actually see us. But on the podcast, we're actually um, having our hands up. Um, sort of, I wouldn't say up like the guy who's in the NFL, who's, you know, sort of doing the, 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 the touchdown. Ball, yeah, touchdown. We're not sort of doing, <laughs> our hands are sort of at the our tip of our fingers are sort of at our head level, the top of our head level. Um, sort of like you're making a, a U shape with your hands. Um, um, so that's where our hands are and our hands are facing, um, forward and up. So. And then what we're doing is, as we, and we're sitting down as we're doing this, and we're moving to our our left. And as we move to our left, we are actually breathing in, inhaling. And then as we move to our right, we're exhaling. And I'm spending that correctly? You're doing beautiful. So every time I move to my left, I am inhaling. And when I move to my right, I am exhaling. And what he's doing is he's just opening up, yes. opening the, the waist up. If there's tightness there, it's hard to breathe. Here's a really easy one. Let's open the shoulders. So we're going to inhale our shoulders up. Exhale back and around. So inhale up. Exhale back and around. That's it. Make a little sound with the exhale. And in and back it around. Ah. And close your eyes and feel it again. And I feel that in my I feel it in my in my back muscles, my mm -hmm. upper back muscles. I feel it in my upper chest um, muscles, whatever that's called, <laughs> upper chest near my clavicle. I feel it there. And um, and so there's a as a release or a coolness that I feel when I lift my uh, my shoulders up as I inhale and I exhale and then I'm releasing that tension as I bring my shoulders down and exhale. I think I'm putting that correctly. It's beautiful. 
I need you to come teach every Monday night with me. Yeah, I <laughs> would love so that. <laughs> I love I would love that because I I know you have some wonderful experiences. I mean, just in the the class that I was in even yesterday, even though many people didn't, you know, then you didn't request us to talk, but you did ask us if you wanted to say something we could. And you know, me and someone else talked about what we were feeling and some of the experiences that we had after um, the the um, exercises, the breathing exercises. But even when I looked at the faces that were on the Zoom call, I could tell there was a different energy there. You know, I could tell there was a calmness there that wasn't there before. So, um, so I and I wasn't surprised, but it was great to see those, see the faces of, of individuals, and see the the calmness that they had. You know, so. there was more wattage in their smiles. There was a more calm. Yeah. So, so at the beginning of the breath session, the things that we're doing now, these are the warm ups. You know, we we also there another easy one is you turn mm -hmm. your head to one side and then mm -hmm. you roll your neck. You come down and around, which might be hard to see on the on the podcast. But as you mm -hmm. inhale, you're doing these half moons. You're bringing your chin to your chest. Mm -hmm. You're rolling your head as you're exhaling. And then you inhale the other direction. And just getting the, you know, as we're breathing and moving, we're releasing, mm -hmm. we're opening. And so by the time we do all that, and then people lay down to do the breath session piece, mm -hmm. you're already cleared of a bunch of clutter. And then the mm -hmm. breath session can take you to a deeper place, which is always amazing. Yes. And I yes. think you you asked me when I first spoke with you, I think before you took last night's class, you said to me, these strong women at Unity, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. they don't boo-hoo, I think is the way you put it. No, no they're <laughs> not criers. They're, they're, they're strong women. Yeah, but you know? strong women need to cry. We need to release. And so they felt so held by the breath, right? Mm -hmm. Or what? Uh, maybe they felt very held by what? How whatever clearings I've given myself mm -hmm. that they could relax and trust the breath, and then mm -hmm. the breath just let them let go of a whole bunch of stuff that they felt safe letting go of. Mm -hmm. Which means and they had more wattage to you know go out and do all the things that they do in this world. Exactly, I felt, and it wasn't like you know, just they were just sitting there, no tears. I mean, they were, <laughs> I mean, they were like boohoo crying, right? I mean, and what I got from that was it, there was a release that they hadn't somehow through the breathing. There was they were able to release these emotions that they were being healed because when you, like you were saying earlier, when you are mad, when you're frustrated, you have anxiety, you're all these things, you, you hold it up. Like you, you hold your breath in. And then when you finally are deep, having these breaths and deeply breathing in, so those emotions that are tied in what holding your breath are now released. And I felt like it was, it was something that was, was released, broken, so that they could let that go. And I felt like there was something that they were they were able to let go during that moment. And that was the tears. That was the breakthrough that they were having in that moment. So 
the very, you know, we've created intentions in class. I love creating intentions. Yes. And, you know, like some people would say, you know, I'm confident or I'm peaceful. You know, you're creating an intention for something that you want more of in your life. Something's a little bit of a reach, you know, and so because when you bring those intentions in and you have the breath, you can let go a little bit more and, um, and release more. And so um, your intention was so beautiful, right? Yes. Yes. I have written down, you know, and um, uh, I, you know, I was complaining about something (laughs) and, and, um, you know, and, you know, and and I, and actually I have my moments. I, I have anxieties. I have, I get overwhelmed and, um, and, uh, one of the things that came up for me was in my, my moment of being overwhelmed by all the things I have to do. And sometimes, you know, you're looking for the right person to help you. And sometimes like, I gotta find the right people that were there. And, um, and, but what the affirmation or the, or the aphorism or mantra, um, the intention that I had written down that you helped me establish in yesterday's class before we start the breathing exercises was I wrote down, well, um, well, I said it first and then I wrote it down. I'm getting it all done with ease, mm. you know? And when I said that, I could feel that anxiety being released. And when I woke up this morning, it came to me again. It came to me again. I'm getting it all done with ease. And even though I still have, I still got a lot of work to do. I still, I have a work to do when people haven't come yet to help me with it, but I felt like they're on their way. I could feel it like they're on their way. I'm going to have this, this uh, help and it's going to be this ease along with it, you know, and just that intention, just saying it, um, Allow me to feel that way. So Pretty words powerful. are powerful. Words help yes. us let go enough to be able to take in a little more breath. And I was thinking about those strong women you were talking mm-hmm. about. And I, you know, one of the intentions I breathe, bring in and breathe in occasionally is I'm soft and vulnerable mm. because it allows me to remember that. Yes, I may be strong, and yet I'm also soft and vulnerable. And Mm -hmm. so how beautiful that these very strong women were able to get in touch with their vulnerability Mm -hmm. and and allow themselves to feel and heal. Mm Because it takes a vulnerable person. It's very vulnerable to feel and heal. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does. But what other um, ways to get a hold of you and what are some other projects that you're working on? So um, they can reach me at lauren at vitalitybreath.life. And they can also, there's an info button on the vitalitybreath.life. So you can reach me there. Mm -hmm. I'm taking uh, people to Sedona for a breath retreat. Wow. Um, I'm doing a... um, I'm doing a fundraiser with my friend um, who owns Bar 3, Juliana. Um, September 19th. I was just going to look for that date. Yes. September 19th from eight to 10 in the morning. 
be sure to send me the link to that. Can, can people still, can people sign up for that? Yes. Now? Yes. Okay. They can sign. I mean, I don't think the sign up button's on quite yet, but it will be soon. Keep checking vitalitybreath.life and you will see a sign up button. Um, I'm gonna, it's a fundraiser for Doctors Without Borders, you know, to help out in Haiti and help the Afghani uh, refugees right now. And um, what else is going on? There's more, I just. <laughs> well, well, just send me the links and I'll, and I'll have them in the, in the show descriptions. Um, Cause I, I mean, a trip to Sedona, I mean, that sounds exciting to me. I know. Yeah. Well, that um, at this moment, I have two spaces left <laughs> to come to Sedona. Wow! Wow! Just two, just two six folks. <laughs> <laughs> so that's um, October second through eighth, um, and next year I'm starting to train people to become breath workers. Wow! So I'm starting a breathwork school, and so. It's an exciting time for me. I'm, you know, getting outside my comfort zone and mm-hmm. doing this for a very long time. And I'm very excited to teach others to go teach, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that to me. Um, yeah. You're a breath work, a breath work master. I don't care what you say. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are. You. And you need to, you need to so just, just, you know, hone that in, accept it, take it, <laughs> you know, and um, so I definitely want to have you on the future to talk more about when, once you, you you get your school up and running and how to uh, become a member, how to become a student, how to take classes. Um, I'm currently um, and I signed up for um, four of your uh, breath work um classes, workshops, and um, I'll have in the link how to also take part in that as well. Could you talk a little bit about that, about um, how can people um, uh, take a part in that particular workshop? So every Monday night I teach a class, a breathwork class. It's from 7.15 to 8.30 Eastern time. And um they can sign up through the mindfulnesscenter.org. You just click on classes and you look under 715 and you see Lauren Shelley Kayford's breath. You just click there and that's the way you sign up. And then they send you a link that comes about a half hour before the class and you click on the link and you're right in the Zoom and we get people from all over. I never know who's going to show and it's really mm. fun to see. Wow. And it was really fun to see you Monday night in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was I was excited as well because I I, um, I was looking forward because you know I was going to, I had signed up earlier, but my birthday was the sixteenth. Happy birthday to me, everybody! And um, and so I, I showed up this week, and I and I have uh, three more sessions um, before I sign up again because I I definitely want to um, make it something that I I want to make it consistent. I don't want to have I don't want to uh, start this process and then stop i want because i've been like and i've been doing breath work i just haven't been consistent with it and in this phase i want to be consistent with with it and it's great to have someone guide you through it to show you how to do it it's a different process and trust me and i can speak this from speak to you from my experience that i have seen the results 
of breathwork. I know the power in it. And I haven't, we haven't even scratched the surface yet of, of <laughs> in this conversation hasn't even scratched the surface of, uh, of breath work. But what I can say at this particular point for this conversation, it will bring you health, vitality, and energy, you know, and I can, and, and that's for me, from my experience is something that I have gotten out of it. And that's not even doing it consistently. Imagine what I could, you know, what, the consistency of having consistency with it, what I'm able to to do. So I'm looking forward to that. Well, I am so grateful for you, DJ, and the light that you put out in the world. You're a blessing. And I feel honored that, that you wanted to talk with me today and that you trust me and, you know, that you're, you're getting the beautiful benefits you are from breath work and mm-hmm. it's easy to talk with you because, I got them too, you know, I feel so grateful that um, my friend took me to my first breath session and I'm always grateful to all those who get it and want to share it. And you're one of those lights. So thank you. Oh, so thank much. you too. Yes. Well, I'm glad to have you on. And uh, for the listeners out there, uh, I'll have all the information for Lauren, how to get in touch with her um, and, and any questions you want to ask. Um, so you can have her email address and please, you know, respond, you know, have any questions, you know, we're here to, um, to make you a healthier, happier person. The resources out there, just that you have to be brave enough and courageous enough to take advantage of all those opportunities that are out there. So I want to say thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you so much to Lauren and Join us again for uh, for what's up with DJ, and uh, you know, thank you for listening. Bye.